0: with us today.
1: Here he is. Let's go. I'm ready for it.
0: I didn't want to have you in the first episode. I'm sorry because I feel like I needed to. That's okay. Yeah. I I could be the last
1: episode if you want.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, we'll have you on quite frequently because I feel like I want to do Maybe some like specials or something, or like Q and A with the boss. I'm down for
1: whatever. This year's about being open about everything, so I'm I'm ready. Everything. Yeah. Um, Okay. You can bring (laughs) up whatever you want.
0: (laughs) Okay, beautiful. So this is episode four. I'm super excited for our February first launch of this. Yes. But how was your week? What was going on this week? Craziness? Oh uh, man, this
1: week. All right. So we're going right into it. I mean, I mean, yeah.
0: Just like, what were you up to this week? Watching you go- it doesn't have to be deep. Watching you know, you, go- you kind of know
1: what happened this week, right? Yep.
0: Yep. Yep.
1: Should I just go for it?
0: If you want it.
1: Okay. All right. Let's do it. So, um, this past year has been hard in 2023, as you know, obviously you work in NLCA, um, The first three years of NLCA, 2020, 2021, 2022, it was kind of that upward trajectory. You know, everything was easy. There was no challenges. We were crushing it. 2023 was kind of like our first hurdle. Um, Profit dropped uh, pretty significantly, 107%. Uh, Like I said, I'm going to be very transparent. You said
0: you're up for everything. Um, Let's go.
1: The last month in 2023, we were negative 44K profit. And now every month I was like, all right, we're going to get this turned around. Mm -hmm. We're going to get this turned around. Um, And I hung on to, you know, the full team that we had when we were scaling the first three years. Obviously, when you scale, you're, you know, adding a bunch of employees, a bunch of staff. You're anticipating that you're going to continue to scale. But then we hit that roadblock. So in January, we're coming to the end of January. And... um, I was like, all right, this is going to be the month that everything changes and everything did not change. Uh, so this past week I had to make some very hard decisions. We cut about $40,000 in expenses. Um, some of which were personnel. So people on the team, which was very hard, uh, and very emotional. Mm -hmm. I shed a lot of tears. Um, and then the other was like reducing ad spend and things of that nature. But man, it was like the first real, Like, I feel like big boss move I had to make for the company um, that affected other people on the team. Mm. And that was very hard for me.
0: That's huge. Because I feel like so far, big decisions, like you've kind of taken that on yourself. And like, you know, if there had to be negative consequences or whatever, you know, for like expenses or whatever, I know that you've said that you've literally taken out of your own money to like pay the team and stuff. So like, you know, I feel like that... Is obviously super difficult, but something that a lot of teams don't talk about. And a lot of like business coaches, a lot of like companies out there, they don't talk about the hardships. It's always like, yay, this is great. Everything's amazing. We're killing it. And it just sets like super unrealistic standards for what it's like to be a business owner. And I feel like one of the like main focuses of this year and like our new program we're rolling out and everything is to just be fucking real.
1: Yeah. Like hundred percent
0: as much as it hurts. And as much as like, you don't want to talk about it or it maybe even like really hurts your heart or like feels even like embarrassing sometimes it's like, but this is fucking real. And I feel like a lot of people out there just talk about how easy it is to like make money and be an entrepreneur, but it's literally fucking not, especially when you have lives like in your hands so just want to commend you for that for being like you know first of all taking on so much of that yourself these past like few years and now like having to make super tough decisions with people that you know have become family on the team people that you love
1: no 100 percent. yeah like the past 12 months like we were talking about has been like the hardest past 12 months for nlca um like you mentioned like i've pulled over six figures out of my own personal savings Mm -hmm. to like give back to the business and to like make payroll and things of that nature. Um, And yeah, every month I was like, it's going to be different. It's going to be different, but it just didn't end up being different. So had to let some people go. Those conversations are hard. Um, But yeah, not enough business coaches talk about like the realness of being an entrepreneur. Like, it's not what the internet shows, right? It's Mm -hmm. not making 10K in in 30 days. Or some people say, like, fucking, you're going to make six figures a month in 30 days. (laughs) That'd be nice. Yeah, it would be nice. But, you know, these expectations, you know, they hurt a lot of people and they hurt a lot of lives because they get into these programs and then they think they're going to, you know, do this thing. And then they end up not doing this thing because it's not realistic. And then they look at themselves and they say, oh, well, I suck. Or, oh, entrepreneurship's not meant for me. Mm -hmm. And then that person's never going to try to reach their dreams again. And I just think that's not fair.
0: Right. Yeah. And absolutely. It's just like about setting those like expectations and yeah, there's going to be really difficult things. You're going to be in grind seasons. I think one of the things that just sometimes drives me crazy is like people are like, well, you know, being a business owner, being an entrepreneur is taking time away from my family or my hobbies. (laughs) It's like, yeah, no shit. (laughs) (laughs) That's exactly what it does. So um, I really appreciate like that being a really big focus of NLCA this year, just like being super transparent in one of like, obviously our new tenants is constructive candor and it goes like right along with that and really wanting to, you know, dive into what our students are saying, like hearing feedback and making, you know, changes to like our program with that and making sure that we are setting people like truly up for success. So I'm super excited for our new rollout of programs and what these changes are going to, you know, mean for the team as like hard as it is right now, but for our long-term success sometimes you have to like take that step back to like slingshot forward. obviously
1: yeah and that's exactly what this is it's like one step back to take Mm -hmm. two steps forward so looking at nlca from like a bird's eye view like removing all ego i would say like the three things that need to be better one personal branding which Mm. we're doing right now and you've been a huge (laughs) contributing factor to that that's part of the reason why alex started the podcast um it's why I started vlogging again. I used to, I. That's one of my biggest things. I'm like so pissed at myself is because I vlogged when it was hard. When like I was doing the come up in the beginning, mm-hmm. and then once things started getting successful, I just stopped. But mm. like I look back and I'm like, man, what if I just vlogged the whole fucking time? Like I would have yeah. the personal brand that I'm that I'm missing. So I'd say personal brand is is one that we need to dive deeper into. Mm-hmm. Um, our offer. Um not from the not from the context of like the program being bad because our satisfaction scores yeah, are really good. Right. I think the latest one was what, nine?
0: I say one nine one,
1: yeah. Yeah, it was like a mm-hmm. nine one out of ten. But I would say we need to change the offer from the perspective where like business coaching now is what health coaching is also experiencing now, where like there are a lot of people getting into the industry. Mm. Everybody kind of does the same thing. So I feel like people need to niche down more, and that's what we're doing. We're focusing on unfulfilled corporate professionals. Yeah. Um, so that's number two. The third thing is, I don't know what's up with, we got to talk to Mark Zuckerberg, but like (laughs) every week my Instagram gets shut down. So, Zuck, uh,
0: what the fuck are you doing? (laughs)
1: Yeah. It's extremely unreliable. So, um, the third thing we got to fix this year is just finding a new way to generate leads consistently without Zuckerberg fucking us. (laughs) I can swear, right?
0: Yes, yeah. Okay. I've been dropping F-bombs this whole time. Sorry, everyone, but that's just what this podcast is about. It's it's the real. This is how we talk. This is how we communicate. And yeah, there's some swearing involved. So it's totally Good. fine. Let's keep
1: fucking swearing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: so yes, absolutely. Um, what the heck is going on with being shut down on Instagram all the time? That's so freaking frustrating. But it is cool because we are you know, kind of back against the wall, you have to figure it out. And yep. that's, again, another trait of being an entrepreneur. Like you have to be resilient. You have to be flexible. You have to like really be able to figure out what to do when it seems like nothing is going your way. And so diving more into something that you're so passionate about. And I like to fucking you talk. About to say pickleball? Well, uh, <laughs> blogging is what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do, sure. Um, but I know that, <clears throat> I don't know. I just love talking. Um, I don't love just being transparent, social media and like creating reels and things like that. So yeah. when I came to you with, I know we've been talking about doing a podcast, but it's never like, you know, came to fruition. So I know when I came to you with the idea of you know, starting a podcast, what was it in December? I'm like, yep. I think I'm just going to do this. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, you dove right in. Yeah, it's been really fun. I feel like I can talk and talk and talk forever, but making like a caption and like succinct things is hard for I me. I don't like
1: Instagram either. Yeah. Yeah.
0: If I didn't own a business or anything like that, I probably would not be on social. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Not, I'm not
1: good at it. Or yeah. that's, let's okay, reframe. reframe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't enjoy doing it, so I don't put the time in to get better at Instagram. But for whatever reason, much like podcasting Mm -hmm. for you, I could pick up a camera and vlog all day long. Like, that's not an issue for me.
0: Yeah, I wonder. It's such, like, a weird thing. But I think that it's easier for us maybe to, like, talk out our ideas rather than like yep. putting them in a box Yep. and I know that like you and I work well together in that way of like okay if there's an idea like let's just get on a call and hash it out and it's so much faster our brainstorming
1: that way. is much better yes, yeah 100%. if I try to do it by myself I'll be there for like, like five hmm, hours yeah Alex pops on I'm like oh you gave me the answer boom, boom, boom. <laughs>
0: it's like it's always funny because there's moments like when we're working together I feel that it's like a light bulb goes off and our brains are like, pow, 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 like idea, idea. Yeah,
1: but those are the best moments.
0: Yeah, exactly. But
1: I think I know why, like um, it's kind of like weightlifting, right? Like there's certain exercises that you excel at and there's certain exercises you don't. With social media, there's certain platforms you're going to do well at and certain platforms you don't. So this just seems to be our our medium.
0: This is our thing. Apparently I'm four episodes in. I'm like, this is my thing. (laughs) This is my thing, guys.
1: We couldn't even set up the camera. Yeah, I mean,
0: who knows? But we'll see. Uh, consistency is key, so we're gonna keep at yep. it and keep having these conversations. Um I want to like bring to you guys Real you know, quick, watching or listening. Fun fact yep. most
1: podcasts don't make it past episode twenty.
0: Okay. New goal unlocked. Yeah, we're gonna, I mean <laughs> easy. We're gonna do that, of course. So Yeah, I want to just continue bringing on like conversations like this where we're super real about business and like other people that are in the industry or maybe industry adjacent, um, talking about different things like that and just bringing those conversations to light. But, anyways, going back to like the lead generation side of things. Yeah. And then going back way to the beginning because people might be like, how do you guys even like know each other? Like, how did this like relationship even start kind (laughs) of thing? I know where
1: this is going. So.
0: Instagram lead generation. Okay.
1: Yeah. Slide in the DMs. Yeah,
0: you you have to do it. If you're a business owner, um, actually one of our friends, Nick, he made a really good- um, I saw that story. Yeah, story. I literally, this might be creepy. I don't know, but I screen recorded it. Cause I'm like, this is so smart. I love the way that he like said it. So yep. anyways, let me explain myself. So basically, and you can chime in here, but Nick was saying that as a business owner, If you are not like sending out DMs to people, it's like you're a, say that you own like a supplement store Mm. or whatever, and someone comes into your store. Are you literally just gonna like stare at them (laughs) and like as they're walking around your store? Like probably not. I mean, you shouldn't, you're not gonna (laughs) get sales that way. So someone comes into your store, you're gonna be like, hello, so nice to see you. Um, can I help you with anything? They're like, no, I'm just looking around. Okay, cool. Then you're like, hey, no worries. You look around, you do your thing, take in you know, my content or check out the store.
1: Free resource, he said, too. Yes, yeah.
0: in the water. I was just going to say the So yep. he's like, can I get you a water bottle while you're walking around? Can I get you anything? Oh, great. A water would be amazing. So that's your free resource, right? Like, yep. oh, wow. Yeah, that's so nice. Giving them free value. And then, you know, just continuing to have that conversation, whatever. Anyways, it's the same thing. So was there and anything there- else you took from that? Because I was like, yeah, this is actually, gold. something
1: just came to my mind as <laughs> you were saying that. So. That's like if somebody follows you or likes your stuff. Right. Mm -hmm. That's somebody entering your store. Right. Right. But the business owner also needs to talk to people outside of their store. Mm, Right. So the way that I think of DM outreach is DM outreach is nothing new. Right. This this way of generating leads, having conversations with strangers has been around forever. Just how it took place before social media was, you'd go to a coffee shop or a business networking event. Mm-hmm. You strike up a conversation with a random stranger, and you make a new connection. The yeah. only thing that's different now is that we're doing it through, you know, texting or email or social media or whatever. Exactly. So, yeah, I love I loved Nick's analogy the other day. That yeah, was really I was cool. like,
0: boo, that was amazing." So with that, you can literally, and I am sitting in this seat because my <laughs> life was changed by a DM. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Back, If I'm thinking back to early 2020, just, you know, mine and my
1: business.
0: Oh, yeah. Our conversation did start in 2019.
1: Yeah. Because I was doing one-to-one business coaching then, which was 2019. And I stopped one-to-one business coaching in like March of 2020. Maybe before that. Actually, January maybe.
0: No, because I signed on in 2020 early 2020.
1: Okay, you did. But All I right. think I
0: was, like, one of the, like, the last... Uh,
1: yeah, maybe. maybe it was, like... Okay, no, it was around May and June that DeLa and I started pushing yes, NLCA. totally. Yeah, so totally. you're right.
0: Yes. Okay, yeah. so you slid into my DMs. I did. And the reason I even, like, found not you... Not on a creepy or, way. Yeah, <laughs> no, not <in> a creepy <laughs> way. Um, but... The reason I even found, it's so crazy how social media works. So I was following some people in Ohio, because I'm from Columbus, Ohio, that had moved here to Austin that you guys knew. And so I was following them. And then I saw that they were hanging out with like, you, I think it was like you, Sean, DeLa, Caitlin, you know. At it was some, Carter, right? Carter good. No, actually, I think it was Megan Davis.
1: Oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> That's funny.
0: Um, And so I think I saw like a photo of and all you guys and I'm like, okay, I'm already following Are already following Sean, know them, no Caitlin. Who's I was like, who guy? is this random ass <laughs> guy? I know all the rest of these people. They don't know me. I'm a fucking stranger on the internet. But I'm like, who is this person? So I was like, all right, he's another, like at the time you were still doing like your fitness coaching and stuff. Yep. So I'm like, yep. all right, cool. We're doing the same thing. Follow. Next thing I know, get a DM from Chad.
1: <laughs> Yep. yep uh i don't remember the first dm do i don't you?
0: even remember exactly what i said but it was probably just like a, you know just starting off a normal conversation you were like
1: yeah but you hey you ignored <laughs> me
0: oh yeah i probably right i was a hard sell because
1: i man can i actually look it up
0: yeah it's you're probably gonna be scrolling forever for kayla's podcast i literally scrolled 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 forever um, um
1: i'm gonna i'm gonna find this but i, I want to see how many times i had to follow up with you
0: (laughs) so i get this dm from chad and it's probably just like a normal conversation okay i probably did respond but then when it turned to like business coaching side of things i i think i told you well i was working with another business mentor at the time yep you were but i was feeling a little bit like stuck i was telling them like i feel like i need that like next thing i feel like i'm not really being like pushed to do like what is my next step here yeah
1: so and you weren't full-time yet right you were right
0: No, i was still working at the hospital as a nurse yeah, yeah.
1: i'm actually getting there pretty quickly oh wow. i'm already in 2021 yeah. whoa okay <laughs> apparently
0: we need to talk more on instagram um but you had reached out we were like talking whatever and then you you started posting a lot about your business coaching and when you brought up like, hey, I'm doing this, like would love to like chat with you more about it. I'm like totally like appreciate the, the outreach and the offer, but and appreciate the but hustle. fuck you. Yeah, no, <laughs> but, not fuck you. But I was like, but I'm already working with someone. So, you know, I'm good for right now. And yeah. then as I kept continued to feel a little bit like stuck and like what I was doing and I'm like, oh, how do I get this to like the next level? no pun intended. Um, <laughs> yeah. but you then continued to post on your stories of these like crazy wins that your business clients are having. Yeah. So again, Instagram
1: doesn't like that anymore.
0: They don't like wins.
1: That's a part of the reason that they, uh, flagged me as fraud and deception.
0: In deception. That's yeah. a strong <laughs> word. Cause there was,
1: there was money in there, like make wow. money, uh, promises. I actually That's found crazy. it.
0: crazy. Okay, the first okay.
1: message I sent you was January twenty eighth, twenty twenty. Hey Alex, thank you so much for liking my post these days. Appreciate it. How's twenty twenty been treating you and your business?
0: That's a classic line. How's twenty twenty been treating? And
1: you me? responded. Okay. And then I said some stuff. And then I said, What what's your business goals in 2020? You didn't answer. I said, looking <laughs> forward to your reply. You hearted it. You did you did answer. You actually Okay, so you send detailed business goals in bullet point fashion. Oh, so as I very do. Alex-like. Uh, we we're continuing the conversation. I sent some voice memos. Mm-hmm. Damn, on January 30th, we had a good combo. But then you ghosted me. Okay, so you stopped <laughs> answering. I reached back in, back out in April. Wow. So four months, five, five months. Yeah. Four
0: months later, yeah. January to April.
1: Yeah, four months later. Um, still ghosting. I want to see when you officially booked the well, call. Well, I think
0: what happened was I s- kept seeing your wins on the story. Yeah, stories, okay. I was like, this You're actually dope. right. Yeah.
1: In May 4th, you said, holy shit, damn. And that was a reply to my story. Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming that's a win. Yep. And then on January 4th, you said, I'd be down for a call. Oh, And what date? January, or sorry, May 4th.
0: Okay, May, wow. <laughs> the long game. Yeah, so on
1: May game. 6th, at 5 p.m. Central Standard Time, I closed you down. Let's go. <laughs>
0: so, guys, literally, I can't stress enough. The follow-up is so important because if it's not now, it's not a no. It's just yep. a later. or it took me you know, five months. Exactly. And that's yeah. crazy. And that DM literally completely changed the trajectory of my life. Like, I'm not even kidding. So, if you wouldn't have sent that or followed up so many times, like I literally don't know what I'd be doing
1: right yeah, now. Like we wouldn't be here. Maybe I'd
0: probably be working as a nurse in Ohio. Oh, no. <laughs> you know I don't know. No, yeah. I probably would have done something. But anyways, I just that's think that life think would about. look completely different. Yeah. So it's just so important to follow up and to like post wins of what your clients are doing. Cause that's what like, you know, brought me back around. I'm like, Oh wow. Like this is crazy. Like your clients are doing this, this, this. So I was like, okay, yeah, I'm right re- I'm ready to take that step and like get on a call. I was like, I'll just get on a call. We'll just see what it's about. Yep. And on that call, you're, you know, doing your whole like sales thing, you know, <laughs> to tell me the course, you know, whatever. And I was like, yeah, I think I'm just gonna do the course and not one to one at this time. Really? Yep. I don't even remember this. Yes. And so you, wait, did
1: you buy the course first?
0: Yep. Because I was wow. like, I'm still working with my business coach. Like, I don't wanna like jump into other business coaching while I'm still working with my business coach. Yeah, so yeah. But I'm like, okay, I I just need to, unfortunately, like, break up with my business coach. and
1: Break up?
0: Well, it it felt like a breakup because he's one of my best friends. friends. So, literally, like, one of my best friends. And I felt like I was, like, breaking up with him, basically. Um, It was just a business coach relationship, let me preface. You guys are still friends. Yeah, we're literally still best friends. So, anyways, I bought the course only, which, guys... If you're an NLCA student right now, this course, I got, imagine (laughs) this. I got through this entire course on like a Saturday. You're about to embarrass me. (laughs) (laughs) No, it was great because I start, but I I literally got through it. I'm just saying like our course now is massive and so intense. Students can't even
1: finish it really. (laughs) Yeah,
0: literally. So anyways, I got through this like on a weekend and you were like, hey, just so you know, I only have like one more spot and I have two sales calls this afternoon. So if you want this one-to-one coaching, Damn, like, I was let savage. me know. Yeah, you were savage. And Let's go. then I think you messaged me after the one and you're like, all right, they didn't close, but I have one more call. So like, let me know if you want this spot. And I'm like, oh, what do do? would do I do? I'm like, oh, I got to do it. So I don't up. think
1: I was, I wasn't fibbing either. I think I was probably telling the truth. No, you probably
0: truth. were. I, yeah. I don't think that you use those like tactics non-truthfully no, 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 no. Yeah. yeah yeah so no i was like okay shit i gotta make this decision so then i parted ways with my, with my business coach at the time and i'm like all right fuck it chad let's do it and yep. so worked with you one-to-one and what that looked like was weekly one hour long calls yep so crazy and tech the- support course, the tech support i remember the first time you were like hey I'm going to switch over to WhatsApp. So message my, me like business stuff on there. I'm like, okay, cool, whatever.
1: You have such a great memory. I don't like. Because like this I was life changing pieces. for me. Yeah.
0: Um. So yeah, then the history from there. So I worked with you for, I worked with you for until November, I want to say. So six months. Oh, damn.
1: Yeah. Okay. So I had a handful of clients even when NLCA launched. Yes. Yeah.
0: And then at that time in November, you're like, hey, obviously NLCA is a thing. I'm not doing one-to-one coaching anymore, but I think that you'd be awesome in our master coach program. Yep. And at the time I was like, oh my gosh, (laughs) I don't know if I belong there. That's crazy. And you're like, yes, you fucking do. Shut up. And I'm like, okay. Because I saw the people in there like, who was in it at the time? Uh, Jen
1: Butters was one. Um Zach? Bryce uh, Calvin. Bryce, yep. So uh, mm-hmm. yeah, there were some big hitters there. I forget all the names, but there yeah.
0: Was. So I looked at them and I'm like, ah, I don't know about Ashley right. Dwyer. Yeah. Who yeah.
1: now lives here. Yeah. I think she was there too.
0: There were some like great OGs in there for yeah. sure. So, anyways, you're like, bitch, yes, you do. Let's go. Didn't call me a bitch. Let me just preface <laughs> I think. But I could have. Yeah. And I would have been <laughs> like, you're right. <laughs> and then joined Master Coach and it was history from there, joined um, NLCA as a the second coach. I don't know. Yeah,
1: Kayla was the first one.
0: Yeah. Yep. So that was amazing. And then kind of moved up into a coach manager position after a while and, you know, doing that to this day and yeah. loving it.
1: Man, how many years have you worked for NLCA now? Over three. Really? Mm-hmm. Holy shit. Yeah. That's crazy. So, okay, you're one of the longest 10-year NLCA staff members. You, Paige, yes. Kim. Kayla. Kayla. Yeah. That's crazy.
0: I know. That's I think wild. Kayla and Kayla and Paige, I think, have me by a little bit. And then, uh, yeah. Just Kim a couple of months. Yeah.
1: Because you were like very close after Kayla, you became the next coach.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then <laughs> and then you and Kayla duped it out for coach manager.
0: <laughs> yes. Okay. In, that, hi- in
1: hindsight, 2020, Kayla was happy she didn't get
0: it. Oh, yes. 100%. <laughs> so, actually, let's rewind it back to even Kayla becoming the first NLCA coach because this is just a funny story. Yeah. So I, you know, obviously I was working with you for a while by then and you're like, Hey, would you be like interested in, you know, kind of coaching people and doing, Are you're this?
1: about to say that I had no interview process.
0: No, 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 was okay. not. But there wasn't, I was never interviewed. I
1: just handpicked people. <laughs> yeah.
0: And I mean, it worked out, but we would, we some, could of my never best, today. some of
1: my best staff members yeah. handpicked.
0: Exactly. That's yeah. dope. But I was going to say you had asked me if I'd be interested in that position and uh, like a coaching position. I was like, Oh, Whoa. Like I'm honored, but yeah, fuck. Yeah. That'd be amazing. And you're like, okay, cool. I'll have more information for you by tonight. And then I saw <laughs> later that night, Kayla announces the new NLCA coach. And I'm like,
1: Oh, oh no. Did I heart. do that?
0: <laughs> yes.
1: Oh, but no. you're like,
0: Hey, it's just, it's not now, but the, like, You'd be like my next person, like that. It would, yeah. It's just not right now, and I'm like, okay, okay. And no, it wow. was in a few months. Man, but. I was
1: so savage back then. <laughs> I feel like when you're like first, like you're first coming up as a CEO, like mm-hmm. I don't know, you're just more savage. Yeah. Like now, I like I'm way more in tune with like people's feelings yeah. and like, what is this decision gonna do to this person? Totally. Yeah, that's wild. No, that's wild. It's,
0: I mean it did hurt. It hurt my heart a little bit, but it's fine. We ended up here. Yeah. Um, but no, that was, that was really funny. Cause I saw Kayla on the stories and she was like, I'm so excited. And I'm like, Oh man. And then, Cause <laughs> but we you guys were, weren't
1: even friends there. Well, then, right? we
0: were, we had a blossoming relationship at okay. the time, which I talked about in the podcast. with that? Kayla. Not because of that, but before that, because okay. you, okay. This is something I wanted to touch on here too, is you had, when I was working with you, like one-on-one, I was like, dude, I'm feeling like so lonely in this. I'm like trying to get away from the hospital, but like, I don't know anybody else that's doing this. Mm. Um, and then when I finally like was at the point where I was making just as much of my business as at the hospital. I remember being like, Oh man, like I, I want to, you know, I want to go full time in this. And you were, you looked at me in the eyes and you're like, are you like emotionally attached to this job or something? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, no. Uh, and then you're like, all right, then quit. And I'm like, all right. And I called my manager yes. literally that Young day. Chad, let's yeah. go. I literally hung up the call with you. Well, didn't hung up. It was a zoom call.
1: Yeah.
0: Closed my laptop, called my manager like, Hey, I got to quit. And she's like, all right, I knew this day was coming. So anyways, from there, we did
1: an interview about it too. And, yes. uh, it's still like one of our top running ads, like That's three crazy. years. Strong. Oh my gosh.
0: <laughs> That's wild. So I was feeling like really alone and you know, things like that. Cause I'm like, I'm literally sitting in my house all day, every day, just trying to run this business and
1: where Dylan, he had and Dylan was job. Yeah, yeah.
0: at work. And so you're like, Hey, you should reach out to people on Instagram and just get on Zoom calls with them. And I'm like, all right. And literally, whatever Chad said, I'm like, all right, that sounds great.
1: I, so gave, I gave great advice. You did. <laughs> so
0: I had reached out to Kayla, and so that's how our friendship blossomed. Is we would do like random Zoom calls together and yeah. just random people on Instagram. Why'd you choose
1: Kayla? Oh, uh, like you told Cal. me to. Oh yeah.
0: <laughs> you were like, because
1: she was yeah, she was one of my one to one clients. Yep. She... You're like, I think
0: you guys would really get along.
1: Hold on a second. She was my first one-to-one client, maybe? She might have been. Either her or Chris Daughtry. Mm. Not the singer, but... <laughs>
0: <laughs> the golfer.
1: Yeah, the golfer. Yeah, yeah, I thought you said the gopher. I was the like, gopher.
0: what? The <laughs> gopher. So, anyways, obviously, we are best friends. So that was a great suggestion. Yeah. But... And then I remember you saying, well, you could just move to Austin. And I'm like, fuck you. I can't just like move to Austin. Like, that's crazy. (laughs) I literally bought land to buy a house. I am about to build a house and I can't just like, that was not even a thought in my mind. And then obviously like a seed stuck there. I'm like, huh, I could do that. And then obviously, and maybe a year later, here we are. Did you
1: sell the land?
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So
1: you okay, so you didn't even build the house.
0: No. We you just were, had a plot we, of land. We had a plot of land. We had picked our house plans. My parents bought the lot next door. So yep. they were gonna build their house there too.
1: So you were about you were about to settle down, start mm-hmm. a little family. Yep. Grandma and grandpa were gonna be right there. Yep. Wow. Exactly.
0: Literally Look grandma and grandpa now. right down the street. So yeah. then we were Dylan and I were just like on the way home from a friend hangout one day. And we were just like Looked at each other and we're like, "This is not the life that we want." Like, what are we doing? It's
1: like, got goosebumps. Ooh, yeah. <laughs>
0: so we were like, "Ah, this like." white picket fence life you know we build our house have kids and like that's that's a trajectory of our life like that's what we're going down we're gonna be
1: absolutely
0: was hometown columbus people and that's the life and we're like what the fuck we have so much more life to live this is insane and we decided there in that car ride home from a friend's house that we're gonna move and where would we move (laughs) (laughs) and i was like well i know people in austin aka like you and Caitlin and, um, Martin Carter. and Carter, or Martin,
1: Martin. Sorry, sorry, Martin. <laughs> How'd you know? Caitlin, Martin? <laughs> I didn't know.
0: Martin. <laughs> Caitlin and Carter at the time. It was literally the only people I knew, but I'm like, we know people in Austin. We can go, we can go to Austin and Dylan's like, I think they have a Tesla there. I'll start applying there. And I'm like,
1: they like just okay. built a Tesla there.
0: Yeah. Well, it wasn't even like done yet. Yeah. Like,
1: it wasn't done yet. Yeah. Right.
0: So like the first six months that we even lived here, Dylan lived out in California.
1: Yeah. Okay. I remember mm-hmm. that. Yeah.
0: So, Anyways, just fucking crazy, dude. Um,
1: That is wild. Yeah. Everybody moves to Austin.
0: Everybody moves. It's just like it's magnetizing or something about the energy here.
1: Yeah, it's just young. It's hip. Everybody seems to like grow very quickly here.
0: I think what attracted me to this place is obviously the people, but everyone seems like very growth minded Mm. and very much like, just trying to be better, not tear each other down. Like I've, I've heard, I've never lived in New York, but you know, like New York's very much like, you know, claw your way to the top yeah. and I don't care who I kick down I in the meantime. an hour
1: outside of New York. Okay. Yes, yeah, of yeah. course. So everyone's pissed off.
0: Yeah. That does not sound like the vibe. So here no. it's like, Hey, I'm headed this direction. Come with me. Like yeah. here, we're going to do this together. So it's very like uplifting, very good vibes.
1: But also like, um, there's such a web in Austin, right? Because like yes. we brought you in and then you brought in like God knows how many people. <laughs> and then you guys created your own little web. Yep. And like now they're bringing in more people. Oh, my gosh. So it's like it, the web goes deep.
0: It does. It does go deep now. And I think
1: it starts with Dale and Sean, though.
0: Yeah. The hierarchy. Yeah. Yeah, cuz Caitlin and,
1: Kay- and I have like mapped this out many a oh, times. Oh, really? And this I think is funny. Dale and Sean are still. They're at the top there.
0: Uh, yeah, well, I mean, they're OGs. Yeah,
1: they're OGs. So, yeah.
0: that makes sense. But yeah, it is crazy just even like walking in downtown Austin, you probably will see someone out that you know.
1: Oh, for sure. Not
0: a famous person I'm not saying, but like a friend.
1: Yeah, 100%. There's so many If I ever leave overlap. my apartment. Yeah. <laughs>
0: right. So, okay, that's kind of funny. You literally you're like me also well you said you started to listen to music, some music sometimes
1: yeah during like light work okay but yeah I'm very much like I like to be in silence mm-hmm. in solitaire I like to be alone in the room just mm-hmm. like doing my thing my like new favorite thing now and this is like man like Chad 2020 would like look down on me I feel like <laughs> but in the morning I like to wake up early I like to light the, all the candles oh, in the nice. apartment. And then I like to do the little Palo Santo. Oh, and then I do my morning routine and yeah. then, um, yeah, start my work. But yeah, that's kind of my thing. I like working in, in quiet.
0: Yes, I cannot, like I, <laughs> I like to have like music, but as soon as I start, To do anything like work related, I'm like pause like immediately. I literally can't have music coming into
1: my ears, especially if it's thinking work. Yes, but if it's like light admin work, like I can do it with music on.
0: I literally, for some reason, my brain goes stupid, and I can't even like read numbers when music is playing.
1: (laughs) No, I feel that though. It's like I I do still have that, but like I've like worked through it. Now I can do Mm -hmm. like some light work with it. Okay. Yeah.
0: It just seems like yeah, it just clogs my brain up for some reason. But I do like working in coffee shops for like when I'm writing SOPs
1: <sighs> I don't know It's not a coffee shop guy I don't <laughs> but know but not why. even
0: like by yourself like not with friends cause friends can be distracting yeah, but like yeah. even by yourself if you're yourself.
1: working with friends you're not really working I don't know. That's my opinion. I could be.
0: Uh, <laughs> I feel like it depends on the friend. I feel like I have some friends where we could just shut the fuck up and just literally do, be in our own bubbles and do some work. But then I have some friends and they asked me to go to coffee shops together. I'm like, we're not actually like. Yeah. yeah you're to, just like,
1: talking. Like, yeah. Or, or you get the early cocktail. Yeah. <laughs> like, Kate, Caitlin went to go work with Casey uh, yesterday mm-hmm. and she came home and she was like, I had two espresso martinis. <laughs> I was like, oh, work got done. I see. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I love that. And I'm so excited. Just teaser here. I won't say anything but i'm so excited for caitlin's intro into some nlc i
1: think oh yeah yeah you could just say it oh yeah we've we already did like a pre-launch um but yeah she's gonna do like done for you subscription recipes Mm -hmm. so there'll be if you subscribe um you get 15 every single month um, they're white labeled, so you could put on your own branding, mm. but yeah, I mean, coaches spend a ton of time, like making these meal recipes and trying yeah. to make them all pretty. Um, this is so you don't have to do that and you can spend time on, you know, other aspects of the business.
0: Yeah. That's a dope. Those are going to be some great client resources. Cause yeah, like you said, so many people, especially in the beginning of your business, you want to focus on so many of these client resources, making them yep. beautiful and all this shit. And it's just Cause super it's fun time and consuming. easy.
1: Yeah, right. Yeah, but it doesn't actually... Well, that's not true. Mm -hmm. It it can generate revenue, but it's not the most revenue-generating thing.
0: Right. There's bigger fish to fry at that point in time.
1: Yeah,
0: 100%. So obviously you've grown this freaking incredible business. What? And I'll say it has maybe,
1: this is Costa fun by 30? the way. I like this. Oh
0: good. Yeah, yeah. We'll have more of this, but have you always been like so entrepreneurial? Like I can think of my, cause I feel like I've had that gene a little bit, even in high yeah. school. Like I was like our class president. And I remember doing <laughs> fundraising to get a photo booth at prom. And I was like, da, 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 da. so all the things so but, you're like, you're always a leader. I think so. But yeah. have you been like, have you been entrepreneurial in that way?
1: Um, entrepreneurial. Yes. Leader. I would say no. I always wanted a
0: difference. Yeah.
1: I always wanted to be a leader. Mm. And, uh, at a very young age, like I started getting into personal development, like actually at like the age of like 15. Mm. Um, and I always would tell myself like, I want to be a leader one day. Mm Uh, but I think at that time I was like too insecure and like couldn't like I don't know. Like on my sports team, I was always like I was good, but I was like the quiet mm. one on the team. Really? Yeah. Um, unless I unless I knew you, okay. then I then right. I would open up. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I was never like a leader on my sports team. I was never like the captain of the sports team. Um, but entrepreneurial, yes. Mm-hmm. Like I would. Go on my old like Windows 90 desktop that my parents had, and I would like open up a Google Doc and I would type up like um, my pricing for shoveling my neighbor's driveways in the winter. And then I would walk through the snow and put it on everybody's door, and then I'd have like a little shovel route. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, But man, I was just always a hard worker. Yeah, I think more than anything, like I wasn't like super entrepreneurial, wasn't a leader, but I was always like a really hard worker. And Mm -hmm. uh, in sports, I would spend hours in the gym uh if i wasn't doing schoolwork, which most of the time i wasn't uh i'd be like practicing lacrosse and things Mm -hmm. of that nature but yeah i've always had like the hard worker gene or trait trait in me
0: well i think that's cool and like something special you brought up because you talk about like how you weren't the best student, and terrible student. yeah you didn't like school but then you're out here to
1: repeat the eighth grade
0: oh my gosh that's crazy but then over here on this side you are so passionate and such a fucking hard worker at things that you're passionate about yep. and like with-
1: actually was like that in school. If I mm-hmm. liked the class, I would mm-hmm. get an A, but most classes I just didn't, I didn't like, or I yeah. didn't like the teacher. I either had mm. to like the teacher or like the subject to do well.
0: I feel that. There were some
1: teachers I did not get along with, for sure. Yeah. One of my <laughs> teachers, Miss um, Yoles, Yoles. Uh, in front of the whole entire class told me, yeah, you're not going to graduate high school. And I'm just like a little 8th eighth eighth grade boy. That's traumatic. Yeah. Literally. And uh, a funny story, I found out now that I'm older, I found out she got fired because oh. she got a DUI. <laughs> oh!
0: Iconic. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: How the turntables. Hmm. Yeah, That's an office <laughs> joke. You wouldn't get it since you don't watch The Office. I, I think, I, I think Okay, you got that one. Good, good, good. Michael Scott, right? Michael Scott. Scott. (laughs) So, yeah, it's, it's just really cool to see how, you know, you don't have to be classically book smart in that way to be wildly successful. Absolutely not. And it's really cool to see your journey of being entrepreneurial, even as a young kid and shoveling snow into growing multiple businesses. And now in this, you know, business and company, I would say that you have learning actual leadership skills. And there's definitely a difference, like you said, between being a business owner and being a leader. So I guess, when did you realize that, well, fuck, I need to learn leadership skills here?
1: Um, it was either 2020 or 20 or sorry 2021 or 2022 um, mm-hmm. I started the year saying like okay I have the skill of sales um, I know how to run ads but mm-hmm. I don't fully have the skill of marketing but I thought at that time like I had enough to grow which i which mm-hmm. I did um, the last skill that I think a CEO needs is leadership so that was like my missing link and it must have been 2021 but I just said, I'm going to learn everything that I can about being a leader. So, uh, all the books I read that year were about leadership. The mentorships I invested in were about leadership and I kind of got really obsessed with it. And I would say it's probably my favorite part of my job now mm-hmm. that are sales, but pro- probably mm-hmm. leadership. Cause I think it has greater impact. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I learned a lot in 2021 about it. And then I carried that into 2022 And I kind of carried that into 2023, which I probably should have learned a different skill at that point. Mm -hmm. But I just fell so much in love with it that like Mm -hmm. every year I wanted to grow more as a leader.
0: Well, I don't think that's a bad thing to fall in love with being an awesome leader. Yeah,
1: yeah. But there's there was other skills now in hindsight where I'm like, fuck, I should have maybe focused on that one a little more.
0: Mm, Totally. So, well, first of all, what skill other than like personal branding do you want to take into 2024 now?
1: I think, I think that's, that's the biggest one that I want to get really mm. good at because I, I think that I'm trying to think if there's another one. We said offer. No, I feel like I can build a good offer. Lead gen. I feel like I could lead gen, but I would say, yeah, pers- mm. personal branding is the big one. Yeah. I feel like I have the sales skills. Mm-hmm. I know how to do the pay traffic, but the personal branding one has always been a, a miss for me.
0: Interesting. Yeah, yeah,
1: totally. And it's it's been a miss because like I've always bet on the fact that I could just be really good at sales mm-hmm. and learn how to run ads yeah. and never have to do personal branding. Yeah. But I think if um, and that can get you really far, right? Mm-hmm. Obviously, I do successful multiple seven figures. But if you want to get to the next spot, I think you can't have that loophole of not having the uh, the personal branding.
0: Totally. To get to that next level, I keep using <laughs> that pun, but for real, like there has to be a new level of skills that you attain. Like yeah. a lot of people, skill
1: stacking, you right? Got to stack on top of it. Yep.
0: Yeah, and a lot of people, I feel, either rely really, really heavily on their marketing, and they're like, ah, oh, you, they suck you know, at sales. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or they like <laughs> shit talk sales. It's like, no, just because you suck at it. Yep. Um, But that gets them really far because they.
1: Are great
0: marketers. Yeah, or usually
1: they, those people have bad offers, and usually mm. they're really good marketers. People get in, they're disappointed that their product sucks. Fair, yeah. fair,
0: yeah. Or yeah, you can be really fucking good at sales, and maybe not the best at like your personal branding and mm-hmm. content and things like that. But yeah, to get to that like new level of things, it definitely takes that like well-rounded skill set for yeah. sure.
1: I think for most people listening, you could pick one or the other. Like you can say like, all right, personal branding is right. going to be my route and never have to run ads or you can do the opposite.
0: Well, that's kind of like why we recently like updated our tenants because our, our tenants got us to this point. Yep. But now when you reach like a certain level in business, like you have to kind of evolve and in- change up those things. So yep. we change up our tenants from truth first, act first, mission first. Now we've got, you know, similar vibe, but a little similar. bit different. more professional. It
1: feels mm-hmm. more mm-hmm. is not more. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Mature, mature.
0: Yeah. Okay. It feels more
1: mature to me, yeah. but real quick, I was going to say, oh, um, cause I know we're talking about like levels of growth, yeah. uh, zero to six figures mm-hmm. for me really hard.
0: Mm-hmm. That I think that took
1: a while. That is hard on six figures to seven figures, really quick. Yeah. Seven figures to eight figures now feels really, really hard. Tough again as well. for sure. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, that first I think that first zero to ten thousand dollar month is whew, yeah, the it's grind. Hard. It's yeah. the grind. But then ten to twenty gets a little easier and twenty to thirty gets a little easier and thirty four. to 40. And I would say it stops getting a little bit easier once you get to that like I don't know. What did you say? A million dollar month, really, probably going beyond that.
1: Yeah. Six to seven was an easy jump. Seven to eight has not been an easy.
0: Oh, okay. Yes, yes, yes. Um, But grind it out for that first zero to ten. I promise you it gets a little bit easier from there because you have your systems in place and things like that. But with one of our core tenant changes, we went from act first to intentional action and 99% of people listening to this yes act first use that messy action like go 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 and that's like what really got us here and that's what we tell our you know students like you got to take that messy action you can't like have perfection and be able to grow something here so but what we found is yeah we've been great at our messy action but now we have to be like super intentional about our action so that's been cool shift to see.
1: Yeah. I think, um, a lot of people think business is all about like skill sets or strategies. I, I have, uh, obviously that's true, but I have a different take. I think, uh, business is a lot about like the character traits that you embody. Mm. I feel like, I mean, you know this cause you're inside NLCA, but we talk a lot about values. We yep. talk a lot about like the mission of the company. And I think those are things that are overlooked by most people. Um, a lot of people probably just view that as like something you put on the wall that collects dust and Mm -hmm. you never really look at that. Um, but really that's the driving force of your business, right? So you're talking about act first, um, act first was crucial to Mm -hmm. going from zero to six and honestly from six to seven figures. Um, but when we had our leadership meeting at the end of the year, we kind of assessed like, all right, messy action, moving with speed those aren't really the character traits of a company that's trying to go from seven to eight figures. Mm-hmm. Companies that go from seven to eight figures, they're more tactical, they're more strategic. They think through their moves. Right. And that's where we came up with intentional action. Mm-hmm. But I think the coolest thing about business is in entrepreneurship is it's like the greatest personal development journey you can go on because you're always having to be adaptable and having to evolve your character traits to get to that next level.
0: Yeah. Totally. And that's a, that's a cool thing about, and I'll say not only being a staff member, but being a student as well is like, we are trying to input into our students and staff, like personal and professional excellence, like meaning being really fucking good at what you do in your occupation, your job as a coach or whatever, but also being a really fucking good person on the personal side of things, whether that be within like your own fitness or your own like character and things like that. And it's been really cool to, also we are in a mentorship with the Arite Syndicate with Andy Fursella and Ed Milette. And it's been really cool to like hear from them about, you know, obviously with Andy doing like 75 hard and stuff like that. And I feel like- Obviously that... you think
1: Steven's not here. With <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm <laughs> inside dead. joke, inside yeah,
0: joke. Yeah, sorry. Um, but it's been cool to see like how their character has gotten them, you know, farther than only like skill sets alone.
1: Yeah. Yeah, skill sets can only get you so far. The type of person you are is really like, that's the driving force of your business. hundred yeah. percent. And like you mentioned, it's um, for us, it's focusing on professional excellence and personal excellence. But our belief is... You know, it's all in, it all intertwines, right? If you're good at your business and you and you have good character traits, there, it's going to carry over into your relationships and other aspects of your life too.
0: Totally. Well, that's a good point. Like, how do you feel like this has changed? Just different personal like relationships in your life. I know you and Caitlin just did a vlog, so this is probably yeah. fresh in your mind. Yeah, yeah. But
1: well, I think um, I think when you're trying to grow a business really far and you and you're managing a lot of people, we have what like 30 people now. Mm-hmm. Um, it forces you to mature. Mm -hmm. Um, obviously I got into business young. I started at 19, really started growing a team at like 24. Um, but over the past year, four years, I feel like I've really had to like mature as a human being. Um, and that maturity level has led me to, you got married a lot younger than me, but Mm -hmm. obviously I got married last year at 27, which in modern day age, it's like, it's still kind of young to get married. And now we're talking about like potential fatherhood and like Mm. things of that nature. So. Um, yeah, I think it's, it's helped me mature a lot faster mm-hmm. than, than most people my age, which has then, you know, allowed me to be a, a good provider for, for other, for Caitlin and other relationships.
0: Totally. Oh, I'm so excited to do. So the next podcast coming up is going to be with Dylan, my husband, if you guys don't know. Um, but I'm really excited to do that with him and kind of talk about these same things, like how the professional development and personal development really like overlap and how that's like been in life and how, you know, you and Caitlin have been together for a really long time. Very too. long
1: time. How yeah. many years now? Uh, well, on and off, we've known each other since I was 16 years old. Okay. So 12 years.
0: Amazing. And yeah. Dylan and I have been together for 14 years now.
1: Yeah. So, straight through though, right? Yeah, straight through. Wow, that's
0: crazy. Mm-hmm. So it's really cool to see how, you know, in a lot of relationships, like one person grows and the other person maybe doesn't or just grows in like a different way. So it's going to be really cool to dive into that with how, you know, when one person grows, the other one kind of like matches that. And that's kind of how our relationship has been this whole time. So it's cool to see that within you guys as well.
1: uh, We should do a Caitlin episode with me here. Yes, absolutely.
0: That That would, would be good. I'll put that on my list. But as we are wrapping things up here, first of all, thank you so much for coming all the way out of downtown. I feel like we're downtown. just getting started. I know, <laughs> like warmed up here. But we got Chad out of downtown. If you guys don't know, got it's, it's out pretty out hard to do. Um, so he's I all said way, yes right away. I know, I'm just kidding. I'm just <laughs> kidding. All the way over on the east side here. But no, this was so fun. It was and fun. And Chad Very was fun. nervous coming into this, guys. I was terrified. I don't know why. But
1: I feel like I just like went right into it.
0: Yeah, so. exactly. This is super fun. So many more of these to come. I want to put out some like question boxes that allow you guys to like ask some questions to either like chat or myself or combo or whatever. Um, but final question that final I have question. for you, if you, look, 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 <laughs> fine, look fine, um, but if you did anything else with your, with a job yeah. besides business coaching, what do you feel like it would be?
1: If I did anything else, like um, are you talking about right now, like current Chad, what would he want to do or like starting back um, at age 19?
0: You can take it whatever way you want.
1: <sighs> well, I'll tell you where my brain went right away. Something in sports. I'm mm. like, I love sports. We're mm-hmm. about to go play pickleball after this. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. Uh, I'm like a huge sports guy. Um, I don't know what it would look like in sports, but mm-hmm. something, something with sports, I would say.
0: I sports, I feel like you'd have to. Do something with like leadership too. Like something, something where you're like leading, not, I don't know. I could see that. It'd be
1: cool to be like a coach. A
0: coach. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I could see it. Um, Lacrosse.
1: No, nah, there's there's no money in that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you have to be making money, obviously.
1: <laughs> yeah. Football. I would say okay. I like football the most okay. out of all sports. But um, uh, my mind also went to like something with like nature.
0: Like oh. when I was a kid,
1: like I loved like fishing and like being in the woods mm-hmm. and like doing nature stuff. I don't know what that would look like. Mm -hmm. I had an obsession with Steve Irwin for a while.
0: Really? Yeah.
1: That was kind of a recent obsession. Like I just went down like the rabbit hole, like watching his interviews and I was like, man, this guy's dope.
0: He's a dope dude. Yeah. Crazy. Wow. I could see that. The, what was his name? Alligator Hunter? No.
1: Yeah. The alligator hunter. Okay.
0: Okay. I could see that. Chad. No, crocodile hunter. Oh, crocodile hunter. Okay. Okay. I can definitely see that.
1: You can see me Mm. in the all tan jumpsuit. Yeah. The hat, the little
0: safari hat on.
1: (laughs) Jumping on, jumping on an alligator.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I can totally see it. So, all right. What would you do? I love that. Um, what would I do? That's a great question. I think I would be maybe some type of event planner of some Mm. kind.
1: Yeah, I could see that.
0: Yeah, I really yeah. enjoyed. Like, I didn't have like a wedding planner for our wedding. I just completely did you it did myself. Yeah, and yeah. I enjoyed the process. I really wasn't like a crazy. Well, I don't know. Looking back at myself, I don't think I was. Events crazy stressed bread. me
1: out. I don't think mm, I could do that. <laughs>
0: yeah, I feel like I I like organizing things. Maybe like a yeah. Um, yeah some some type of planner. You know me and my spreadsheets and yeah. shit and something like that. I like I being
1: in the event, like yeah. uh, talking to people, but mm-hmm. I don't like like hosting it. It's not fun. Mm-hmm.
0: I feel mm-hmm. yeah. Well, speaking of events, I don't say live 2024. I'm excited for that to see all of you guys listening there. I don't know what it's going to be, but no sometime, idea. sometime. We
1: always just kind of pick a random up. Yeah. <laughs> well, this one. you'll this hear one it here first. Yeah. yeah,
0: perfect. All right. Well, we've got pickleball to play, so we've got to go. Guys, I'm really not good, but yeah, we got it. we got it. we got pickleball to play. All right, y'all. Have a great day.
1: Thank you, guys. Thank you, Alex.